Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. John Kirby from the Jayhawk Slant joins us. We're going to talk some KU football coming off a wipeout win over Central Florida on Saturday. Hey, John. Bob, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Oh, you bet. So did you expect uh, 400 yards rushing uh, the other day? I know Central Florida uh, doesn't stop the run, but my goodness, that was uh, that was an incredible ground performance by the Jayhawks. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, and I'm not so sure anybody would have put money down that KU was going to rush for 400 yards. You, you know, Central Florida has a, a a legit defensive tackle. He's He was injured. Um, he was preseason Big 12 on everybody's list. And, you know, they had just come off a tough loss against Baylor where they blew a 35-7 to lead. And they opened up at Kansas State where Kansas State kind of roughed them up physically. And Bob, just watching the game, as it as it kind of developed, you just sat there and said, you know, Central Florida, they just don't want this. They don't want to be part of this game. It's a, it's a physical game. KU was going right at them, and you could almost just tell that, you know, that that loss from the week before. And then, hey, looking ahead, they got to go to Oklahoma after their bye week, and Central Florida is looking at an zero and four start in Big Twelve, which I'm sure you could probably go back over their history of what conferences they've played in. I'm sure. They haven't started 0-4 very often. They might be questioning this move at this point. Jeff? Yeah, how much did that change the perception? I don't know if that's the right way to frame it, but just of KU coming off the loss against Texas, uh, still no Jalen Daniels in the lineup, and they put a performance up like that. They get back up into the top 25. I mean, I know these things fluctuate week to week. Anything can happen, but that was a little bit of a breakthrough for KU, wasn't it? Well, Jeff, you know, I think it made things easy, and I'll tell you why. You know, Jason Bean finds out he's going to start 30 minutes before the Texas game, okay? And that's not easy on anybody because when you – I know he can move and he, he he's a good runner and he's got speed and things like that, but he's, he's – him and Jalen Daniels are still different. You, 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 I still think you game plan differently for the two. So this gave KU a full week to, to have Jason Bean taking the reps with the ones – and the starter, he took all the reps, and the game plan was devised around what he could do. But I do think things got a lot easier when they're able to just hand the ball off and Bean only has to throw 12 times to where you're just you're, – they're just finding gaps. I mean, guys, they were running untouched for six, seven yards on some of those runs. They weren't even touched till about halfway down their field on the, on the runs. Talking to KU football with John Kirby from uh, Jayhawk Slant. So, 
it's been interesting to listen to Lance Leipold as he's asked about uh, the crowd at Memorial Stadium and the kind of the habit of students not coming back after halftime. I try to I try to read what he's insinuating a little bit. It just doesn't seem like he's that thrilled about it. What's your perception? Well, when he was asked about that, he also made the comment that he's got bigger things to worry about, too. So, you know, I think, Bob, from everything I can tell, they expect good crowds there all year. I think this was the one game, though, where ticket sales, you know, they've got analytics and numbers they can look at. I think they were lagging behind in the Central Florida game. Now, we know, okay, for Kansas State and Oklahoma, there's going to be great crowds. We know that. Texas Tech's a conference opponent. People are very familiar with them. There'll be a good crowd for that game. But the Central Florida game, going into that game, I think there were questions 10 days, two weeks beforehand. They could see how many tickets were out. Then Travis Goff put out a letter that said, hey, we need the fans behind us. We need people who maybe are sitting on the fence that haven't decided whether they're going to go to games, but they're starting to follow Kansas football or or whether you had tickets when Mangino was here, and then you gave them up when they started to lose, or maybe you were a student at KU when during those lean years with, with the Gill and the Weiss and the Beatty and the Les Miles, we need those guys on board is what Goff's message was. The thing is, I think that's interesting, when Goff's letter goes out, all of a sudden ticket sales pop up. And they they had they announced a crowd of 46,000. It was probably pretty close to that, so – Listen, that's a solid crowd for KU football who's had a losing record for 13 years. You know, when we, we, we make picks here and I try to tr- uh, remain sort of consistent on who I think might be good, and then it, it never works out because, you know, Alabama loses to Texas, which should mean maybe Alabama's not that good, but then Oklahoma beats Texas, uh, which means maybe Texas isn't that good, and Oklahoma hadn't really beaten anybody, which means they really aren't that good perhaps. I mean, is KU good? I mean, how much in the thick of uh, the Big 12 race – uh, especially if they if they happen to beat uh, Oklahoma next up, is, uh, could KU be? Well, I mean, you're you're talking a whole different deal there because you know your first question is how good they can be, can they be? But right. then if they beat Oklahoma, well, now it's game on, okay? Because now all of a sudden you start talking about can they be in the Big Twelve championship if they can beat Oklahoma? But like you just said, we look down week to week, okay? Two weeks ago, when you play that win-loss game in your mind, you're thinking two weeks ago, you're like, okay, K-State going to Lawrence, that's going to be a hard game, okay? I mean, you just chalk it up. Kansas State always plays Kansas well. And then you're going, hey, Oklahoma State, winnable. I'm chalking that up as a win. Going to Ames, that's a win. And now two weeks later, you're going, ooh, that game in Ames is going to be tougher. The game in Stillwater now, you view that as tougher than you did two weeks ago. And then you might look at K-State and go, hey, you like the chances against K-State better after what you've seen from them. So it's like you said, week to week, we've really got to take it like that. And the other reason I think that is is because we're still trying to figure out what these new teams are in the Big 12, right? I mean, we're trying to figure out, you know, BYU gave KU all they could handle until really they started pulling away in the fourth quarter. They were leading at halftime. Central Florida comes in, and I mean, they just put up nothing of a fight. I think that's one of the things, too, that makes this year interesting is we're trying to figure out the new guys in the league, too, where they factor in this. 
Yeah, KU uh, on the road in Stillwater just a week after K-State went down there and got thumped. John Kirby from Jayhawk Slant, our guest. I, I thought that win by Oklahoma State threw everything into more disarray than even it had been because you're right. Who even knows now what to think of Oklahoma State? So that's certainly a game that Kansas, by no stretch, can afford to look past. Oh, no. No, I mean, you know, Kansas beat them last year. In Lawrence, that was the sixth win when they became bowl eligible. And, you know, Oklahoma State's got some momentum now. They kind of they kind of messed around those first few weeks of the season playing three quarterbacks, maybe to see which guy was going to fit. And now they, you know, they've got Bowman. They went to Ames, and he put up, I think they scored 28. So their offense showed some signs of life. You know, they moved the ball against Kansas State the other night. So, you know, things are coming around to Oklahoma State. You know, during their bye week, Oklahoma State had some hard physical practices and kind of found out who they are. So, you know, Oklahoma State, listen, guys, go back and look at the history of Kansas going to Stillwater. And I haven't done this, but there's been a lot of 55 to 7 and 61 to 10 type games down there over the last 10, 15 years. That, that has been a hard place for Kansas to play. Uh, more with uh, John Kirby from Jayhawk Slant. So what's, what's the situation now uh, at quarterback with Kansas? Uh, it doesn't seem like Jalen Daniels has really been healthy in, in a while. I mean, really healthy to where uh, he's the electric performer uh, we know he can be. But they've got uh, Jason Bean as their backup who has had, man, what a remarkable backup quarterback. I, I, it, you, can go, you can go across the country, I would imagine, and not find somebody as capable uh, as Jason Bean to step in. So where, where are things in the quarterback spot now? Yeah, I just think, you know, right now, Jalen Daniels is out and Bean's the guy until we hear otherwise. You know, they asked, Lance gets asked every week about Jalen Daniels, and his answer is the same. You know, I call it day-to-day or week-to-week, okay? I, he's probably not going to play this week, all right? I mean, so Jason B's going to be the guy. They're going to game plan with him. He does some different things than Jalen Daniels does. And, you know, guys, another question that, that a lot of people don't bring up is, okay, who's the backup to Jason B? Okay, because if Bean twists his ankle or gets hit and has to go out of the game, now you're going to Cole Ballard, and he's a preferred walk-on who entered the program in June, looked real good in fall camp, elevated past a couple guys. Right now, he's your backup quarterback. His dad's the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts, used to be with the Chiefs. So, I mean, you know, the the quarterback situation has definitely changed. And, you know, I thought people forget this. Jalen Daniels missed two weeks of fall camp with the same back injury that he's got now. So this thing can linger around, but he came back and looked pretty good there against BYU. He ran for 70 yards in that game, and we started to see the old Jalen Daniels more in that BYU game, and then, you know, then the injury comes. So what what does that game plan look like with Jason Bean if it's a if it's a long-term thing do they hand more responsibilities over to him is it going to look like uh the UCF game where it's kind of a not really ground and pound I guess since it went for 400 yards but more of a a running style control the clock kind of thing Absolutely and that's what KU's done you know pe- people if you go look at total plays and plays run KU's always kind of in the bottom of the country e- even last year this year, you know, they huddle, they take their time. You know, they're not a fast-paced team. 
with Bean, I think the key is is when you got Devin Neal and Highshaw, if they can get rolling, boy, that takes a lot of stress off your quarterback. But there's going to be some games, guys, coming up here. And I don't know if it starts this week in Stillwater or when. But there are going to be defensive coordinators that start saying, okay, we are not going to sit here and let Kansas run it up. Okay? We are going to start loading the box. We're going to start making Bean throw the ball. We're going to start making him earn some throws. And, again, I've got to think Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator, he's watching that Central Florida game, and he's going, okay, this is not going to happen Saturday. Okay, we're going to do everything we can to shut down the run, and we'll try to let Bean throw all he wants. But they're going to, some teams are going to do everything they can to take away that run game. Well, it's, uh, it's fun to watch KU football for sure. We appreciate your insight, John Kirby from the Jayhawk Slant. John, thanks so much. All right, guys, take care. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.